1: Salute to Knicks Nation on this Wednesday afternoon, a lunchtime hour edition of Knicks Offseason Central, the place where you get Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and fan reactions to all of it. The number one Knicks show for the fans by the fans, the number one Knicks podcast for the fans by the fans. So if you are a diehard Knicks fan, if you're a basketball fan, hit that like button. Hit that share button and subscribe to the channel. Join the over 65,000, creeping up on 66,000 supporters of the wave. Join the movement, man. We are on our way. CP the franchise in the building. Hope you guys are enjoying your, your lunch or wherever you guys at, man. Hope you guys are having a great day. On today's episode, Stephen A. Smith. Going crazy over Dame Dollars, man. Stephen A. trying to recruit Dame to the Knicks, and I'm here to tell you why he's on drugs. CP the franchise here. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute, salute. A little lunchtime edition, man. Not, not much news on the Knicks front today. If things are quiet. You know, we, we just signed Dylan Windler and Nathan Knight to two-way contracts. That's been the most action that the Knicks have seen. The 48 watch continues. We got FIBA World Cup starting up in uh, just a month. So, it's a, it's a little bit slow. The dog days, if you will. But your boy Stephen A., man, I mean, let, let's talk about it. You know, every now and again, I got to get on him. I, I, I got to get on him with, with the antics. And it's no hate to Stephen A. Look, I, I, I'm i one of those people who, I'm a fan of Stephen A. I appreciate his grind. I appreciate his hustle. I appreciate the rise of Stephen A. But certain things I, I just can't take. I just can't take. Because I haven't heard, you know, when, when, once, he, once he shifted from being a, a respected journalist to going into Hot Take City, the Hot Take Zone and all these debate shows, First Take and all of that, He's lost it completely. I haven't heard a logical, thoughtful, substantive Knicks take from Stephen A. Smith in maybe twelve years. And I'm just gonna keep it a bean. So let, let's in, in, let's let's take it this in. Let's take a look at what he's saying here. He's recruiting. This is from yesterday's first take. He's recruiting Damian Lillard to the Knicks, and let's let's listen to the reasons. As to why. Let, let's listen to the logic here. According to one. Stephen A. Smith. So we we'll tell everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up on free boys. Let's, let's listen to point number one. Dame to the Knicks.
2: MSG. Is the Mecca. It's no longer rat infested with Penn Station. Oh my goodness. It. It's the Mecca. Okay. <laughs> the Garden is one of the most prestigious. Venues in the world. Now. If you look at the New York Knicks, just imagine for one second, Dame Dollar, just imagine while you're sitting there and showing everybody that you're the greatest shooter from the point guard position in the world inside of Steph Curry, okay? When you're pulling up damn near from half court, when you're sitting there, you're telling New York City, daytime, Dame daytime, Dame and by the way, you're waving goodbye to opponents. Imagine how that would go over in the Mecca, which is New York City. That's number one. Give me-
1: All right, so he's got a point there. Yes, Madison Square Garden, great place to take in a game. We all saw during the playoffs. The place was electric. Knicks Cavs series, Knicks Heat, the place was rocking. It was upside down. But players of today have shown they don't really care, except for Jalen Brunson. Shout out to Jalen Brunson. Should have been an all-star, should have been all-NBA. That's our point guard, number 11, the floor general. That's our guy. But players of today, they don't care about that. They'd rather come into the garden once or twice, or maybe three times a year, show up the Knicks, and then go back to their small market, their low pressure environments, and be happy. That I mean, that's just point blank. Period. Point blank. Period. The, the, the whole MSG's the mecca thing. Look, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm a born and raised New Yorker. It, it's lost its luster, man. It's lost its luster. A lot of stars want to shy away from it. They want to shy away from the pressure. It's not what it once was. This is not the 90s. They'd rather come in as an opponent, do the do what they do, play under the spotlight, and go home. LeBron, Steph Curry, the list goes on. Kobe, the list goes on and on. They They, they don't want the pressure. Maybe Kobe did, rest in peace. But they don't want the pressure that comes with it i mean msg just hasn't been that place you don't even got players going to st john's i hope rick patino can resurrect st john's I, I sure hope so but even our local talent our local youngsters our stars they don't even play here hopefully we can build that up all right so here's point number two from Stephen a give me the next one please give it to me right here damon brunson can coexist i
2: know that's a question mark for a lot of people out there because You haven't watched enough about Jalen Brunson. This brother with the ball in his hands is something special. Obviously, he's an elite point guard. He has shown himself to be that way. Poised, more importantly, produces under pressure. You're a closer, Dane. Now, I understand from a size perspective, it seems a bit undersized in that backcourt. But you'd be coached by Tom Thibodeau, an an elite defensive coach. You got Mitchell Robinson in the middle because we ain't talking about giving him up in order to acquire you, okay? I'll get to that in a second. I'm telling you right now, the temperament, the poise, the the, the ability to produce under pressure, all of these things, Jalen Brunson has proven. Obviously, you have too. So guess what? You can coexist. It's not ideal, but if anybody can make it work because of the temperament and the game that comes with it, it is you, Dame, with Jalen Brunson. Give me the third reason. All
1: right. So he
2: says Dame
1: and Brunson can coexist. Nah, 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 nah. I mean. Offensively, absolutely. I think Brunson has shown you that he can play off of anybody. He can play off of Luka Doncic. He can be his own guy. I posted a stat up on Knicks Fan TV Instagram. Jalen Brunson and Dante DiVincenzo, shout out to Di- DiVincenzo, uh, top 10 in the league in spot up threes. So get him the ball, off ball, and he can play. I'm actually hoping that the Knicks look to get Brunson some more off ball opportunities this coming season. Because he's proven that in the starting five, he's our best three-point shooter. Until Grimes can establish himself as a high-volume three-point shooter, Brunson's the guy. It's not Julius. It's not RJ. It's Brunson. So I'm actually hoping that the Knicks can find Brunson in more off-ball situations in the starting five. Because he is one of our best three-point shooters right now. The two of them could certainly coexist. And they'd be box office. Dame and Brunson would light it up. And if you're looking for more floor spacing, you put Dame out there. Him and Brunson can light it up. But what Stephen A conveniently leaves out is the defense. Because they would be probably the worst defensive backcourt in the league. In the league. He talks about, oh, well, we got Mitchell Robinson back there. Ask Mitchell Robinson what it felt like cleaning up all the Knicks mistakes this past season. You don't just want to rely on your big man rim protector when everything breaks down at the point of attack. you got to be solid at the point of attack, people. You can't just conveniently leave that out. Defense is part of the game. You look at the Denver Nuggets. We're talking about building a championship contender here. You look at the Denver Nuggets. From Murray to KCP to Aaron Gordon, to Jokic, you got four out of your five starters that are either above average or solid to very good defenders. You need that. You need that. And so for all the people who are down on Quentin Grimes from a shooting standpoint, Quentin Grimes' defense is much needed in this rotation. Now, furthermore, you need a more versatile 3-in-D wing that can provide that versatility On the defensive end and help cover Brunson, help cover an RJ, help cover Julius, whoever it is. But if, let's say, you make a hypothetical trade for a Dame Lillard and you either have to trade RJ or you trade Julius, you're still left with three out of your five starters as average to below average defenders. You can't win that way. You just can't win that way. And shout out to my guy, J-Cal. J-Cal tapping in from Italy. J-Cal, you're still in Italy. J-Cal and the all-in crew chopping it up and enjoying their summer salute to J. Cal in the chat all right so that was number two from steven a Salute to everybody in the chat hit that thumbs up button for you boys all right let's get to number three give it to me right now give it to me
2: whoa
1: this this is a dude. julius randall don't worry
2: about him adjusting James. What? he'll have no choice what <laughs> he'll have no choice because when you strolled into the garden in New York City, Midtown Manhattan, in case you forgot my brother, it's right off the 34th Street, right there on 33rd, okay? It's right there on 33rd and 7th Avenue. You understand what I'm saying? It's the Mecca! Julius Randle ain't the dude to attract people from all over the world to descend upon the Big Apple. But you that dude, and because of that, Julius Randle's gonna have no choice but to capitulate or pack his bags. Don't worry about that, brother.
1: Don't worry about him, okay? That's number three. Give me the next. <laughs> this, this might have been the biggest what the hell are you talking about? Lay off the weed factor for bringing Dame to New York. First and foremost, when when the Dame to New York rumor started years ago, I was told that Dame doesn't want to play with Julius. That was one of the things I heard uh, from a prominent source. Secondly, Julius will adjust. I mean, who are we kidding here? Who are we kidding here? And again, that's nothing against Julius. But that's always a question to me is that if and when the Knicks do get that third star or that third player who can spell Jalen Brunson, can spell Julius Randle, and can, can really be a guy, can Julius adjust to that? Can he adjust to being a legitimate third option. If the Knicks were to say, you know what, we're, we're going to give RJ some more responsibility as his team looks right now, we're going to give RJ some more responsibility in his offense. Can Julius Randle adjust to being a tertiary option? Because he seems to be a guy, we've seen him for a number of years now on this team, he seems to be a guy that will thrive with the ball in his hands. He needs that. Because if not, he gets disengaged, he's not there on the defensive end, and then, so if he's not there defensively, then how else is he necessarily helping this team? Can he be a star in his role being that tertiary option? I'm not so sure. So the idea that, you know, Julius will have to adjust, not necessarily. And then again, is that the best use of your assets? Or Do you have a more cohesive complementary roster when you have three ball dominant or maybe four ball dominant offensive focused guys? You still need defense you still need intangibles in your lineup you need two-way players so you, you, if you had a lineup of Dame Julius and, and and Brunson, again defensively you're taking a you're taking a hit so you don't have that versatility you would need a, a very very good three and D wing as well as a, as well as, as a floor spacing big man. To really balance out that roster. So the idea that Julius can just adjust, I wouldn't bank on it. I wouldn't bank on it. He's a guy that needs a lot of, you know, he needs to channel his energy. You saw that last year. And by the way, the guy who, if you guys saw during those pregames when Julius Randle was getting his pregame meditation and therapy, well, the Knicks just got rid of that guy. So... (laughs) We'll see what happens next year. Who's going to be that guy? Who's going to be that sports psychologist for Julius to get his mind right? Because the Knicks just got rid of that guy. All right? Okay, let's get to uh, point number four. Here's Stephen A.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed.
2: me right here. New York City attracts talent. Mm. This is what we're talking about here. Ain't nobody coming to Portland. You know that. That's why you went out. Yeah, folks will come to South Beach, but they don't even show up to the games on time. Now I'm not knocking South Beach now. Because there's a lot of distractions, and it's the weather, and it's no state income taxes, okay? So there'd be more money in your pocket, but do you have any idea the kind of money you'd make if you was working in New York City? The opportunity, Molly just talked about that with Saquon Barkley, and by the way, he don't even play in New York. That's East Rutherford, New Jersey, okay? Dean, you'd actually be playing in the city, okay? And everybody would want to flock to that. They ain't coming to Portland, but I tr- trust me, They wouldn't hesitate to come to New
1: York if you was here, damn Dollar. Give me the last one right here, please. I mean, next to the Julius will adjust. And and this is the thing, like, we get it. It's ESPN. It's Disney. It's entertainment. It's this, that, and the third, right? This is what he has to do to get his ratings. But at least get a research guy behind it to give you some facts. Because the fact is, we haven't attracted a star. Jalen Brunson's on his way. The last star the Knicks have attracted is Carmelo Anthony back in 2010. That was 13 years ago. Katie and Kyrie said, oh, this is, this is too, too rich for our blood. We got to go to Brooklyn to hide. So not even they wanted to come here. So the idea that, you know, it, it, we're going to attract talent, the proof just hasn't been there. Now, Spider wants to come here. That's another guy. Brunson wants to come here. That's a guy. But look, they had two shots of LeBron. He said, no, thank you. Katie and Kyrie, no, thank you. I mean, go go on and on. The list goes on and on. We're still looking for that talent. We're still looking for that guy, that superstar, legitimate superstar, that wants to come here. So, I mean, boy, oh, boy. Stephen A., what are we talking about? Lay off the weed. Last one. Assets. Versus the Miami
2: Heat's assets. Okay, Miami has Tyler Hero. Paulin doesn't really want that. Duncan Robinson, we know he can shoot, but he's still learning to play. Obviously, they've got some picks. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, those dudes, we understand that, okay? But did you know that the New York Knicks have 11 picks between now and the year 2030? Did you know that seven of those first-round picks are their own? Did you know that they're available? They can trade eight picks. Now, it won't take that much but they can afford to give up three or four picks, okay? Plus an R.J. Barrett, plus an Evan Fournier. He wouldn't even play last year as a sharpshooter that inexplicably Tom Thibodeau wouldn't put on the floor, okay? So he wants out. He's on the record saying he wants out. This brother wants to play old about 18 million next season. You got RJ Barrett. We understand that he can play. He's not a scrub, but the reality of the situation is he ain't John Moran. He ain't Zion Williamson. And when you look at RJ Barrett and the way he played in the playoffs, he's got some work to do. He's got skills. He's got a future. But the bottom line is he ain't you. You trade RJ Barrett. You trade Evan Fournier. You trade Grimes. I don't want to give up quickly, but if I had to, I would for you. But I don't want to give them up. You give up those three players and about three to four picks. The Portland Trailblazers can't possibly argue that that's not enough assets. They can't do it. So you take all of that into consideration. You know you owed about 45 million over the next few years as a captain. You understand what you bring to the table. But in the end, what it comes down to is you got these picks. These assets, okay? You got all of that available to you. Miami can't offer that.
1: All right. I'm I'm Ryan Clark in that in that little side shot. That's me with my hand over my face. Like, what is this dude talking about? Okay. He has a point there and that the Knicks do have more assets, more draft capital to offer than the Miami Heat. But if you look at history, if I'm Dame Lillard. Who do I trust to make the most out of a little? Meaning, once you give up, what you're gonna have to give up for Dame, Stephen A is talking about RJ, Grimes, quickly, picks, so on and so forth, what do you have left to build with? And who do you trust more to do a lot with a little? The Knicks, that's my team, or the Miami Heat. We just saw last year the Miami Heat get to the conf- get to the finals. With a number of undrafted players, second round picks, scrap heap guys, Robinson, uh, Gabe Vincent, Struce coming in and out of the G League. You had Hightower, so on and so forth. They've shown the ability to get a lot out of a little, number one, because they have one of the best coaches in the game. They have a great development staff and they know what they're doing. So you're going to pair off your depth. To trade away your top defenders and Grimes and quickly, bring in Dame and then trust Tibbs with the rest of minimum salary contracts, the coach that nobody wants to play for, to put the championship roster together? I'm trusting Miami Heat, man. That, that, that's just reality. That's just reality. And that is why Damian Lillard is saying Heat or bust. That is why Damian Lillard is saying Heat or bust. Because He's not, you know, just saying, just get me out of here at all costs in terms of leaving the Portland Trailblazers. He's saying, if I am going to leave, this is the organization that I will put my trust and faith in with the rest of my career for me to compete for championships. That's why it's Miami and nothing. Because he's he, Dane Dame loves Portland. He absolutely loves Portland. Well, what he's saying is, if I'm going to leave, it has to be an ideal situation. That's why it's the Miami Heat. Bottom line. Absolute bottom line, man. And so, with the Knicks, we're going in with what we got right now, man. DiVincenzo pick up a couple additional two ways. If they have a play, we'll see. Is there another, um, you know, roster move to be made? We shall see, man. We, we we shall definitely see. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got eight hundred people here on the check-in. CP the franchise here chomping it up. We're just dissecting the Stephen A nonsense. We're gonna have fun with it today. We're just having some fun with it today, dissecting Stephen A and his nonsense, man. What what happened to just authentic takes? Just straight basketball takes. Everybody, just all these guys just want to be just Hollywood and entertainment. And look, there's a lane for it. There's a lane for everything, right? There's a lane for everything. But this is why, not a shameless plug, Knicks Fan TV exists and platform of that like. This is why the fans are going to niche content and going to the content creators that know their teams in and out. Because, yeah, you can get the entertainment, you can get the fun, but you can actually talk to people who know what they're talking about, and engage with fans, engage in community where like-minded people are debating. Yes, you could have your debates and, and your hot takes and so on and so forth, but with a little more substance. A little more substance. But these guys like Stephen A. and, and Skip, I mean, facts is just out the window. Now we just got to entertain the people and juggle. I mean, it's, it's just... Uh, it's just unreal what the climate is looking like. But as you see what ESPN is doing, they jumped on that McAfee bandwagon quick fast and in a hurry. Because they see where it's going. They see what the people want. We need facts. We need facts, people. Oh, man. Here's another thing that might not make the people so happy. Obi and Halliburton getting some running out in Indy. At, at, out at the Indy Pro-Am, Obi and Halliburton working on their chemistry a little early. Boy, that Indiana Pacer team is going to be looking quite interesting when the regular season starts up. Obi and Halliburton getting some running at the uh, Dizzy Run Pro-Am in Indiana. A lot of Knicks fans did not like this whatsoever. But, hey, I think Obie's going to do well with Indy. I think their offense... Carlisle's offense is tailor-made for him. You wanted to see him in a run and gun high offense, high tempo, up tempo offense. Uh, let's see where it goes, man. Uh, let, let's see where it goes. So to Junior Caroma Jr., we got Saquon back. Andrew Thomas in tow. G Man looking all right. Early camp report saying Darren Wallace looking good. So the Giants are getting it together. We got football season right around the corner as well. Looking forward to it. Five dollars super chat from Junior Caroma. It says "F out of here." RJ's the future, future all star. RJ, aka J Barrett. What do you guys think about Junior's comment there, man? Rate that super chat in the chat. Harlem super thug CP the franchise is the real deal. My favorite sportscaster. Salute to you, man. Salute to you. Definitely appreciate that. Who else we got in the chat here? Salute so to the loyal, loyal franchise channel members. We got J Cal. Salute to J Cal. Beast Noriega, son from Brooklyn. Salute. Nick's take Jake. Salute, man. Salute. Always in here. My two cents. Checking in from uh, where are you at? Spain, south of France. Yeah. Uh, Anthony D. CP. How much does MSG pay you for this dissection? This, this for this dissection? Nothing, sir. I charge them nothing. They pay me nothing. We have no relationship. Chris Dominguez says CP needs to be in the next front office. Well, according to you guys, I do have tentacles into the CAA mafia, so you know I'll uh, I'll, I'll let you take that for what you uh, for what you will. Jay Bless Dylan Fight out. Super Chat says any moves we should make should be the ones that complement uh, Brunson, Donovan, Mitchell backcourt. Keep Mitch. Give RJ another year to, to approve, Buy Randall. No rush. Yeah, we gotta keep working on complementary pieces, man. Gotta keep working on complementary pieces. Absolutely, absolutely. And look, I, I like um, even though DiVincenzo crowds up the, uh, the 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 guard rotation. Absolutely does. I I like him. I like him as a as a three D player. I, I think him and quickly are going to do damage in the in the. And off the bench. I think he and Quickly are going to look very, very solid off the bench. And another great decision maker. And as much as we criticize Tibbs' offense, we know Tibbs is not going to change the offense. We know we're not getting an offensive coordinator, so on and so forth. In that read and react offense, you need high IQ guys. You need guys who can go out there, read the defense, and make a play. DiVincenzo, you add in another quality decision maker with Brunson, with Hart, quickly starting to take that leap. Grimes starting to take that leap. You, you need those guys to, to make solid decisions, who make solid reads and can do so under pressure. That's why I like the DiVincenzo pickup. A lot of people say, oh, he's, it's overrated, it's overrated, but I think his contribution to the overall pace of the team I think I like that. I like that. I'm just showing a graphic here on Instagram. Top 10 spot-up three-point shooters three point by three-point percentage last year. D. third, Jalen Brunson fifth. Get these guys the ball and get it to them in the corners. Get these guys the ball. Corner three, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Get these guys, get these guys the ball, man. Absolutely. Brunson last year for the Knicks. from the corner three in the 93rd percentile. 42% from the corner three for Brunson. Let's take a look at Dante. Corner three, the shortest three-pointer in the league. Take advantage of it. Here's DiVincendo's numbers with Golden State. 40% from the corner three. 75th percentile amongst his peers. Good numbers. Good numbers. Get these guys some shots in the corners. John Smith, $10 Super Chat, man. Salute to John Smith, definitely. Appreciate it. I think Brunson's getting married this weekend, so salute to him and his family and his bride. Great family. Salute to House Flan, says, what's up, CP? Big up from Santa Clarita, California. Big up Hilton McKenzie, man, says, big up, CP, representing Jamaica. Salute, salute, man. I was just in Jamaica earlier this month. Had a blast. Had an absolute blast. Can't wait to get back. The vibes was real. The, the vibes is definitely real, man. He says, Where's Las Vegas? Alex Harm Super thugs. I don't know. Like, he might be home with something. Man. You know, this is a solo dolo afternoon all season edition, of Knicks Fan TV, man. A, a rapid fire live, if you will. Just wanted to come in and uh torch Stephen A. And uh shout out to people, man. If you guys are at work right now, leave a hashtag grind in the chat so we can shout you guys out. Once again, shout out our loyal, loyal franchise channel supporters and we definitely appreciate it man we'll be back sunday for uh next weekly if any news comes across the waiver wire of course you know what to tap into man number one show for the fans by the fans remember that the show is available in audio podcast format as well so no reason to miss it you can catch it on all the major podcast platforms but if you want to catch it on video you're catching on the replay shout out to the replay gang shout out to the replay gang uh who else we got in the chat here h man hashtag grind abraham salute man doc mr dons Roman in here my guy rome in here never misses a show salute to rome everybody in here on the grind man we appreciate you guys man definitely appreciate it grand scheme productions king matthews channel member michael Watkins, salute william kim lights dwayne robinson eric b salute It's another thing, too. You know, J. Cal mentioned that he never misses his notifications for Knicks Fan TV. Some of you guys do. You know, a lot of these social media platforms, they don't want to give your your followers all of your notifications. Because if they did, there'd be no reason for you to spend money on ads, right? So one of the important things we always preach is joining the mailing list. Because what we do is when we go live for every show, shout out to Knicks Fan TV, Jalen, we send out a notification in your email. So that's one thing. You know, you're gonna get your email. So that's why we encourage people to join our mailing list. The link is in the video description. Please join it. We're not gonna spam you with anything. We only send you the utmost important news and announcements from Nick's Fan TV. And it's very important. You know what if one day YouTube just stops working? So we need to keep in contact. We need to make sure that we are tapped in with the family. So make sure that you guys are joining our franchise mailing list just hit the link below and just sign up it's free to do so will from li salute salute to arrow man pro Recon. hashtag grind salute belinda belinda marie gosner salute my two cents franchise channel member for six months says get the tums ready we're gonna have some heartburn nights with obi and indy but we good with dante divincenzo let's get kftv to seventy five thousand. salute and he's back in France. Nikki Pipes, salute, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's a fan favorite. That's a fan favorite. Salute to Nicky Pipes, man. Salute to Nicky Pipes. Dermot Morris, salute to Dermot, man. Fellow Jamaican as well. And Oat Season, salute, man. All right. About to go get some lunch myself. But just wanted to tap in, man. Leave some comments below, man. Are you are you done with Stephen Ace theatrics? What'd you think about the breakdown? What'd you think about the reaction? we just having some fun with it. But well, leave me a comment in the comment section. I'll reply back.